I'm ready. And we're live. Yes. Oh, boy. Been a while. Been a while. Hi. Oh, boy. More random noises. (laughs) Random noise. What? (laughs) What? What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? Nerdy Bit Show, episode 21. Two. Ooh, we're old enough to drink now. We are. 22, I think. No, it's 21. Ben, you're bad at this. I literally checked earlier, like earlier today. I looked at like the last episode. I also don't remember any of these jokes, so I feel like they would have happened at, at any point if we had an episode 21. Since Caleb so, asked, I'm very tired, and I don't know why. Probably because I'm dieting, and it sucks, and I hate it. Yeah, dieting is a thing that sucks a lot. Ooh, episode 21, The Wonderful World of Christopher Nolan. This is episode 22, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. Well, ben was right. For once ben in his life. This. A round of apologies would be acceptable. I'm sorry. Forgive I did, me. I thought that Ben was right would be the apology. Like, that would be nope. good enough. Nope. nope. That is not what an apology is. <laughs> I'm sorry that. I need you to look you into thought... the windows of my soul and say, I'm just sorry with, with no extra addendums. Just. That's right. <laughs> I can't do that. So I'm just going to do that. And I'm sorry. Thank you. Person, person, the person I'm live with doesn't say I'm sorry. <laughs> Neither is the person I live with. (laughs) I need a a game where I can find it. Or the dogs. (laughs) Dude, Morty ate a whole check last week, bro. An entire check. Like the the, the mailman, he likes to yeet it into the box, like yeet into the door (laughs) slot. Like he's every day just yeet. Like that's his thing. Like Ninja Stars. And Morty got a hold of it. And uh, (laughs) we get the notification, the email in the morning about like what mail you're getting for the day. And we were, sure. we were out at dinner, and I was like, oh, did you get your check? Your check came through. I was like, no. He's like, well, Morty might have have it. So I immediately pulled up the camera. Morty's on the couch, laying down, pieces of paper everywhere. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Getting that bread, homie. No apologies. I didn't get an apology no. for that. Oh, of course not. Why would you? Morty's like, it was good. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Sorry I didn't share any with you? I don't know. Yeah, so... Anyway, Loki yeah. and Black Widow. Yeah. Where do we start? Do we start with, with Black Widow or do we start with Loki? Which Loki is the ended before Black Widow came out, didn't it? No. Not, did, not did everyone see Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're on it, man. Let's talk, to Black, let's talk about Black Widow. Let's go to Black Widow. Okay. Let's do it. What do you guys okay. think about Natasha Romanoff's movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it's, be the popular one. I thought it was really good. Really good? Really good? I really, really, really enjoyed it. I really did. Wow, what's another really, really good what's another really good movie so we can compare the two <laughs> yeah. and see what the standard is? What the fuck? <laughs> Name one other movie that's really good. Is this like uh, is this like Tenet? Tenet? Whoa! What? Iron Giant? No, he just said name another movie that's good, so I picked one way I back said, in. I mean, yeah, there was a what's no it, what's correlation to this. Iron Giant is, is my Scott. equivalent to this. Um, my equivalent to this would be uh, uh Endgame. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like Doctor Strange. Hmm. Or so you're saying um, this is Doctor Strange good? Or um, yeah, no, I do. I do think it is. I think it is. It's. It, it's also maybe a little bit geared more towards me because it really feels like it's in the same vein as like. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. 
Like, it's a spy movie. It's a lot more quiet. It's got a lot less big, dumb going on. Uh, the third act. I mean, they killed a lot yeah, of people he... at the prison. A lot of people. <laughs> like, loads of people died. That was not very quiet. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. truckloads of people. But they also all, like, kind of ran inside, so you don't know if they died. So, who knows? They dead as fuck, bro. <laughs> they're, super dead. they're super dead. If anything, they're suffocating because it's all fucking. Well, I mean, you don't build a prison at the bottom of a mountain without avalanche contingencies. The same reason you don't build in California without earthquake contingencies. Um, People still die in California from earthquakes, though, right? Like, if there's an earthquake, they're still going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. But, like, buildings are made. <laughs> <laughs> this got dark. Anyway, how's the movie? I also, I also don't know. I also don't understand the uh, recent, like, argument point that people have about superheroes killing people it's weird to me and i don't know where it came from but it seems like we cannot talk about superheroes anymore without being like they kill a lot of people they don't get held accountable that's why that's the problem yeah well most of the time they don't they don't kill good people oh so it's okay to kill bad people because that's kind of the logic a lot of police officers use and not necessarily I the truth. I think that I think that that's maybe twisting. Wait, this was just a prison. Why does prison workers mean? What about the people working the prison? <laughs> yeah, like, there's some innocent people yeah. in there, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> some some cafe work, some cafeteria worker just gets destroyed. <laughs> I don't think that that prison guilty by association. I don't think that I guess. everybody. I don't think that everybody in that prison's dead. Some people were there for visitation, like. How about the uh, most of that prison was underground anyway, y'all? How about the building uh, Romanov blew up in the middle of like town square because she wanted to kill a Russian gangster? This was this is literally Black Widow when she was a bad person. Okay, this is the I have a lot of red in my ledger that she's been running with in the entire time she's been in the MCU. That was her admitting to doing bad shit. So yes, that was bad shit. Are we gonna are we gonna blanket just everybody that worked in the red room is bad bad guy? There's no there's no laundry people up there or electricians or <laughs> just put on a Craigslist ad and now they're there. Cafeteria. Yeah. This sweet gig, man. Living in the clouds. <laughs> Elevated life. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <for this>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think the red room's different than uh Here's your first paycheck and a parachute. <laughs> yes, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Orientation. Why? Don't out. worry about it. Don't worry about it. It won't happen. Maybe. Definitely, probably. Uh, hopefully not. Um, I I'm not to be negative Nancy all the time. I liked a lot of it. I think I think the first two acts are I think the first act is phenomenal. I think the uh the Russian the like the Russian spy family getting away. Like the first opening scene is really tight. Never seen like yep. anything like that in Marvel, right? Very good. Uh, I think the the family dynamic was very good. I do hate how um, what's what's the new widow's name? Elena. Elena just sort of painted over the fact that uh, her family was like her one tie to to sanity, and her mom was the cause of her entire life's like problems, and they just sort of painted right over that. Like, oh, family, love you, mom. See you around. Like, kind of painted right over that, right? That kind of sucks. That's a that's a pretty a big bit. gaping hole, yeah. Um, but like Red Guardian, great. I need to see him again, please. Yeah, yeah right. 
is great. And and she will she will be a great Elena will be a great widow. I cannot wait to see her interact I, with everybody else. I think she stole the show for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, she yeah. buys the vest and she's like, she's got a lot of pockets. <laughs> she's fucking great. I felt I felt that because I love cargo shorts and I tell Aaron all the time, like that's the functionality <laughs> of it. I know what I'm getting yeah. you for Christmas. Oh yeah. That's all I ever need is fucking cargo shorts. <laughs> no, no, a vest. Cargo vest. vest. Ooh, I'll cargo do that, vest. dude. In a heartbeat, I'll do that. Amazing. Yeah, I think she stole the show. I look forward to her future, and I think probably, uh, maybe we'll probably get some some more story on her, and maybe in the future we never like. It'd be great, you know. Yeah, sure. So maybe sure. She'll, she'll explore those feelings about her mom. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I think this movie suffered, but a lot of movies suffer, which is a complete collapse at the third act. Some of the great movies do that. Spielberg movies do that. It's not uncommon, right? Yeah, I think the, I think. Uh, yeah, just felt sort of ham-fisted, but I was just sort of waiting for it to end at that point when the fortune started to fall apart. So, uh, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the gravity is. I don't think that there's enough gravity there that that Romanov created this. Not I hate to say monster, but right, that's kind of the whole thing. It was like Frankenstein's monster kind of thing, right? And yeah. then, and then you know what I mean? Like that didn't seem broached. I feel like the story because it has a bookmarked end already. I think that's yeah. kind of the, another the reason why the third act wasn't as interesting. And I feel like the yeah. villain was definitely an afterthought, which is fine. I, I did not like how they did Taskmaster. I, I, wanted, I think I wanted a little bit more from Taskmaster. Like, I wanted him to be more of a villain. Yeah. Um, I think he, we're going to get a whole lot more of her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. I'd love to see her come back. Yeah, I'd love to see her, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see her recover and become that mouthy super agent that everybody wanted. That'd be cool. Yeah. Have, yeah. A, have a character arc with a villain for once. That'd be neat. Well, there's, yeah, and there's really no like impetus for the, the, for Loki. <laughs> the widows to, or the, whatever you call them. The uh, there's no reason, there's no reason for the widows to like just be good guys now. Right? It's like turning a bunch of super spies loose and saying you can work for whoever you want now instead of being a slave. And yeah, so, like, there's a really good possibility that we're going to see a lot of Yelena Belova going around and like trying to like, I don't know, they yeah, did have um they did have that sort of maternity or not maternity, uh um sorority kind of thing where they brought in Taskmaster and they're like, All right, let's go take care of each other kind of vibe. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I know but that I doesn't necessarily that scream good heroes. Guys. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. Um they just get to do the jobs they want to do now instead of being possessed to go do things. Yeah. Um, I, I I think there's a bit too much ridiculous I do th- hmm. I think there's a bit too much ridiculousness, though. I wanted more Jason Bourne, and it still had to, like, inject some stuff, some superhero stuff. And it seems weird to me because we all know Romanoff's not a superhero. There's at least you three think times he did she superhero shit? Well, the car crashes, but... Car crash pretty bad. And then falling off the roof, bouncing off all those air vents. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I... Right. I... I, look, I think I think I know Aaron. Like, yes, he should be fucking pancaked by now. Like, yep. that one was at least bullshit. at least twenty broken bones. You know, at least even when they do, when they have Captain America do that because they've had him do that fall a few times. I always yeah. wonder, like, how can he just hop right back up off of that? Yeah, but she definitely if shouldn't. John have. Wick can do it. I think. I think Black Widow can. Mm, Dude, let me fall off my the back point deck. There? What's the worst? I don't remember. What's did John Wick have a fall exactly like that? He, he falls off of fall. the top of the yeah. Continental into a fucking dumpster and survives. Yeah. He bounces Somehow. off the freaking fire escape on the other building, and then goes oh, back wow. across and lands on a dumpster, and then just gets up and like hobbles away. Like I think people happened. forget that Christopher Reeves <laughs> falling fell off the worst. 
Christopher no, Reeves he fell off. He didn't just fall off the horse though. The horse kind of just did a little, little thing on top of him. It wasn't. Oh, like, he got stepped on. Yeah, he wasn't just. He didn't just fall off a horse. That does, that's not what happened. You fall off a horse. Um, okay, but people do uh, have bicycle crashes oh, yeah. hard enough to crack your skull, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You, so and movies are just like. Meh. And <laughs> some people, some people skydive and their chutes don't open and they survive though. I guess. Yeah. Like um, sometimes people be bouncy. <laughs> every movie that you see someone pull someone up with one hand is completely fantasy. Uh huh. One hundred percent fantasy. Yep. I believed it in Batman Begins though because it looked like it also, fucking hurt. Inside joke time. Huge. Inside joke time. Uh, Tech Caleb just said children are malleable. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> did you, did you say I resilient, resilient, resilient. Resilient. Oh what? my god. Yeah. No, I did. No, I didn't. The people are resilient. I but. said sometimes people be bouncy. Uh, well, it's an inside I did joke. not say I'm going to ricochet my kid around the floor and see what happens. <laughs> Tech and I what? had a moment of asphyxiation at, a, it at was... a friend dinner because people kept insisting that kids are resilient <laughs> and our brains just went to dark places. <laughs> we just couldn't dude, stop laughing. Dude, I do not remember laughing that hard. That's crying. one of the like, hardest laughs I've ever had. <laughs> Y'all, when I tell you that my daughter will jump off of the couch, tuck her legs underneath her and land straight on her knees and then get up and run off mm. they build different when they're that young that's i mean they're they're bone i don't know man but what'd you feel about the character of black widow that's me getting out of this conversation before i go further into my <laughs> kid kids dying rant um let's talk about the movie about kids that are taken and turned into weapons oh let's talk about the action and choreography what'd you guys think about that um wasn't new, superly impressed by the Superly, I wasn't very impressed by the the fight Usually. scenes. Nothing really sticks out in my mind. Just it's been a few oh, weeks since I've seen it, but nothing like nothing made me go, "Oh, yeah, you know, nothing." Oh, uh, I I do. Th- I had a couple of moments. So the in the beginning when Yelena and Natasha fight the first time, there's a really visceral throw that puts Natasha through a doorway, yeah. and her yeah. leg gets caught, and she fucking tumbles. Really good. Instead of it being like a fancy, I'm gonna roll out of this shit. Uh, it felt like someone got thrown into something that didn't plan on being thrown into it. Um, and that happens later when she's fighting the widows and gets like fucking tossed around yeah, and like flipped in midair by another person, like a third oh, yeah, person. Yeah. They, freaking, her. yeah, they just they fucking between a few, a few God, people under yeah. the desk. Yeah. yeah it's real yeah, bad. Um, I think that, I think that the, the smaller fights are better. Um, I think the fight with the widows is fine until she starts shooting her wrist guns because you can tell she's not actually shooting wrist guns. She's going, uh, and that's not how guns work. Um, yeah, but we don't know how these wrist guns work. They're just they just look like it could be Star Trek. It was shooting like a yeah electric shocks at people. That's R- it. right. But like she was moving her shoulder and like your 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 lower. You we know when you see someone shooting a gun and they're not shooting a gun that's actually shooting and their whole arm moves instead of like their wrist and forearm first because they're trying to imitate it. And like your whole body doesn't move with a handgun. Your, your wrists your, and arm forearms do. You defended her insane fall, but you're <laughs> angry at the realist like her, her not portraying no, shooting no, something I mean, realistically I'm, enough through her shoulder. I didn't really defend her fall. I more said like maybe that was it. that was really my defense. Um, but like <laughs> for some reason that specific thing took me out of it. I thought that a lot of the close hand to hand stuff was pretty good. Um, you can tell when you know they use somebody who's less familiar with fighting because the cuts are more uh, abundant. But like that first fight in that room in Budapest is great. I loved it. Um, the first couple of Taskmaster fights are pretty cool too. I wish Taskmaster was the bad guy, um, not yeah, 
Ray Winstone, who's great, but not yeah. a good bad guy. No Russian accent for some strange reason. Because <laughs> it's Ray Winstone, so. Yeah. Anyway, we need to probably talk about uh, uh, a universally applauded pr- production and move on to Loki. 15 minutes of a 60-minute podcast dedicated to Black Widow, and you're done. Yep. Rip yep. Yep. So I, I just think, let's Man. just like overall, I don't think it, I, I can, when I left the theater, I told Aaron I liked it, but I can see why people won't like it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think maybe the timing of it, uh, maybe because we know, I personally hate when I know someone dies, right? Like the character dies. Yeah. Like, and I, I felt, I felt a way when they announced this, like, man, I wish this would have came out before in game man man imagine the impact then man that'd be yeah. crazy um I, well, I like, well yeah i guess yeah i like that this was like a backstory and also like an origin story for for it was two different people having the same movie but we found more found out more about black widow and then we got an origin story for the next one and for the next one yeah so like, i feel like i feel like that's really cool like we yep. got two two things inside of one Instead of later on getting a Atlanta yeah. origin story or some shit, yep, you that's know? true. Yeah. And then Red Guardian, yeah. like if like I want to see him again. He was yes. he was so good. Uh, there's talks today uh, that Kevin Feige said he wants to see Red Guardian fight Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America. I'd love that type of shit. Oh shit! Yeah, that's gonna that's not a fair fight because Red Guardian's actually super soldier. And Sam's well, not. But but Sam knows how to fight super soldiers. He knows how to fight aliens. Like, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's not going to be scared. So, so what's up with the very with the after Valentino uh, after the credits? Yeah, the Valentino, um, Valentina, Valentina Allegra. Yeah, that's that, so dope. I loved how Sending, they did that. So good. But like, Clint. yeah, but like blaming Clint. Well, see, like she's they, like she's they like literally a, fought over that fucking. Position. Well, that's something that Yelena finds out after she finally gets Clint down to like his last breath, and he's like, "I tried to let, I tried to die." I yeah. tried to be the one that did it. And then yeah. she's like, oh, no, I fucked up. Now I have to, you know what I mean? Like, that's the, that's now the gonna, like, crux. Now we're going to fight next. together. Yeah. You got to think of Val- yeah. this facility we're both in. You got to think of yeah. Valentina like a, a, a very much more corrupt Nick Fury, right? Yeah. Like, she knows how to sell her agenda. She knows how to, how to manipulate the back situation. That's basically like her role is the evil, yeah. <laughs> like on the fence, Nick Fury. So, like, I'm excited to see what they do with her. And like the team she's building, I think that's super exciting. So far, you yeah, have, we're gonna see Yelena and and um, US least, agent working together. Yeah, at least those two. Um, maybe maybe some uh, some abomination might be a part of that. Uh, Taskmaster might be a part of that. It can go a, a number of yeah. ways. That I think is super oh, dude, dope. That's how we get more Taskmaster for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I dig oh, that. I'm super excited. I also. I also think that this movie, aside from setting up a bunch of stuff going forward, that's very good. Um, I'm, I'm sure part of the Hawkeye show and him training Kate is going to be dealing with Yelena coming after him and Kate being a replacement for him if he dies. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also want to talk about the thing that was discovered this week, right? We got to talk about that. The the Marvel planning fight scenes or whatever. A separate Actually, team taking it, fight scenes. I think I misspoke. I definitely misspoke, but it, it, it's something that I think a lot of people don't know about. Um, sure. It definitely came out a few months ago that I was aware, made aware of it. I remember um, it coming out a few months ago and thinking like, ah, like I remember discarding it. I remember talking about it, like, that's crazy. Like they, like, 
Ben, why don't you summarize for the people who don't know what we're talking about? All right. So, like, they started, um, they started making Endgame, like, in 2018 or earlier with these animatics, uh, mm-hmm. which might have been based off a loose script, probably, most likely. Obviously, you don't just start animating. <laughs> but, um, and they made, like, 7,300 animatics for, for this movie alone. And they, they do it for Lord of the Rings and lots of other stuff, too. Animatics... If you guys don't know, just Google it. It looks like really rough, like PlayStation Two animation, but it it gets the point across, it gets the camera across, uh, and then it and the cinematography and all that stuff, and when to cut the camera and uh, choreography and everything. It's crazy. They put all the work at the hands of the animators. And then what's even more insane about it is if you watch the uh, the Insider review or article on it, is that the animatics actually save all the crane and dolly shot information and the length and the, mm-hmm. and the uh, lens information focal length yeah and then when things are shot in real life they just are pre-programmed so there's not a dolly operator anymore it's all just pre-programmed in by the animatics from like four years ago or some shit so talking about you know computers taking our jobs right like you can't even be a well, production I, I still think person. they're writing it right like the people who are like the directors and the screenplay they're part mm-hmm. of the process there's a part of the process earlier, so it's not like it's well. There's there's a separate like, there's a separate crew called the third floor, with a different director and different teams of writers, that are separate from the movie's production, working on things that they think they need to have control over. That Marvel says you guys do this. There's a lady, the lady that turned down Black Widow, turned it down because she said that they told him don't worry about the action scenes. So the, see, I read that differently than I think you do. Like because she, she says the movie that, though. Yes, but then the the actual director said that Kevin Feige came to her and said, I want the fight scenes to be more close and intimate like a spy movie. Why the fuck would he be talking to her about that if she has no say in it? And, and I think other, maybe, maybe the, the first woman. director, I think maybe the first director who had never filmed an action scene was like, I'm a little worried about action scenes. And they were like, don't worry about it. And she meant like, I'm excited to try out, try out doing action scenes. And they meant, if you're not good at it, we'll help. And she, you know what I mean? That sounds like a communication breakdown more than it okay, sounds we like. We also have Edgar Wright's story in which he wasn't allowed to, probably to have Well, that's control. also not from his mouth. That's from another person assuming so, that's why Edgar Wright left. Ben, I have a question for you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the reason the MCU movies are so fucking good. Yeah, I thought of that too. The director yeah. has to, the writers and directors have to focus on the actual story, everything going on around it. And then they have this unit that focuses on, on the on the action. Now with like I'll, I I think this reminds me of like production with the Neptunes, right? You had one person in the Neptunes. You guys know the producers of the Neptunes. Yes. You had one person, yeah, yeah. Pharrell, doing all the melodies, and then you had Chad doing all the drums. And their music was known for both being both being really solid. So you had two different people working on two different parts, but bringing it together, and it's an, an amazing. Maybe these, this, this. Uh, Obviously, Marvel has done something unprecedented with like twenty-five <laughs> movies in the pipe, right? Yeah, like maybe this yeah. is a good formula. Like it is, oh, and it isn't. I, I'm, ag- I'm going to agree with you because that's absolutely probably part of the formula. Obviously, Kevin Feige is a huge component of making this whole universe feel cohesive. Obviously, there's thousands of people involved that are all working working together in some beautiful concert. But I, I will attribute this until until proven otherwise that. I could, I'm, I, I, I don't know why, I feel like attributing the third floor to some of my least favorite moments in these movies. 
because it does feel incongruous from the rest of the movie. Like, Black Panther feels like a different movie in the first and second act. And then fucking Rhinoceros has come out, and they do this big field fight, and it just feels dumb and lazy and sloppy. Like, what? The end of Black, the end of Black Panther just feels like duh to me. Plus, the Wakanda fight in Infinity War is also very weird and not... It doesn't fit. It just doesn't... I don't know, there's these big, huge set pieces that just doesn't feel like it fits the rest of the movie. I officially hate you now, so... Yeah, I don't agree with either of We've established I think that, that the, now. I think that the Black Panther and Killmonger fight is a little bad, because it's mostly I hate CG. that, too. It reminds me of Blade 100% all CG. But I, yeah. I thought... But I think the, the fight in the field with the different factions of Wakanda fighting each other is Amazing. Great. I thought it was amazing. Okoye has to fight her husband, and, like, I thought it was dope. Yeah. Don't care for it. And the Infinity War one especially is like Wakanda is our our only defense against yeah. Thanos and his crew and yeah. they pull out a bunch of capes and, and laser spears. Like can we get some laser panthers or something? Can we get some jets? Can we get some tanks? Like they're this... flying shit around. Dude, they the just been hiding in secrecy secrecy like are... the entire existence of their culture. Why would they even have tanks? Because the comics did. Oh, oh, giant oh, fucking metal panthers. Oh, no, yeah, the, the idea behind the, the idea behind Wakanda is it's impenetrable inside or outside. Like you can't fuck with them, and they were very fuck withable by some like space dogs. But what if? How horrible would it be if like <laughs> that'd be the end of the series? Like if it's impenetrable uh, and they defeat yeah, Thanos. United States military could have done better than Wakanda. That's all I'm saying. Dog shit. Dog shit. Caleb. Yeah, no fuck out here, dude. Homie, this uh, dude comes out. Abrams tanks and a battleship can't do better than a bunch of dudes in capes. Get the this, fuck out this, of here! This, this dude came. This dude came down from space out space of dogs. nowhere. Space dogs. Let me finish, homie. You're getting grumpy <laughs> as shit. Wearing a red shirt, matching your skin tone. If you <laughs> drop out of space, if you drop out of space and things come swarming out of your ship, the preparedness of the city nearby is going to be significantly lower. Then if they see you coming from thousands of miles away, this happens in an instant. They're like, fuck, we got to fight. And they, they do a pretty good job. <laughs> Dude. But if you get, get a helicarrier or something, hang on. But with an army. So in an army, they run scenarios on the worst shit that could probably happen. That's within their scenario. That's the best they can come up with on a fucking fly. Wakanda has been dude, hidden dude. from the world. What right. fucking scenarios are they running? They've been undiscovered for 10,000 years. It doesn't matter. Let me ask you, you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. Now, the reason why Captain America said, I know where to take him because he knows that Wakanda has wonderful defenses, right? Do yeah. you think Scott Air Force Base can hold vision and prepare to stop an alien invasion? I'll answer that for you. No, there's no base. They gave the Winter Soldier a fucking LMG to fucking take him on. I'm going to say War Machine, like, come killed, on now. More, How do we War get... Machine killed more people on that battlefield than all of Wakanda. Yes, but, I will agree with get that. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, yes. A, a, a soldier fighting with a spear, that shoots, laser, a spear that shoots laser beams Against a guy in a fucking armored suit that flies uh -huh. and has Tony Stark technology in it. Uh -huh. There's a difference between the cost of efficiency between those two. One's an infantryman. One's fucking war machine. Caleb will defend. <laughs> His name is Caleb war will machine. defend 
the opposite His name's of my fucking war machine. My it dude. will defend the opposite of my point. But you want you want eternity. twenty year olds at a military base to go up against space dog aliens and Thanos. Good luck, Ben. Who would you have picked instead of Wakanda? <laughs> gonna fucking get Aiden. Who? Hang on, hang on, Ben. Who would you Texas. have picked instead of Wakanda? Texas. Get <laughs> fucked. Fuck. All right, let's, let's get away that, from That's this. all Winter Soldier had to fight in that fight was a gun with limited ammunition, and that's fucking. Okay, weird we me. can't. No one's going to disagree with you that Winter Soldier's been poorly used until this show. He should be running like we. Tech has said this before when talking about Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like he should be running in the front lines with everybody else that's a super soldier because he's a fucking super soldier, and he should be doing the shit that Steve's doing because he's. The same as Steve. I'm not going to disagree about that, but like, I, yeah, I disagree about the Wakanda thing. I do I too. Wholeheartedly. Great. I think that scene's great. Also, yeah. just to yeah. my last thoughts on the my last thoughts on the whole fucking uh, planning action scenes thing. Like, they, if you look at the list of directors that have made Marvel movies, I don't want all of them trying to do action for the first time. Yeah, I don't. Yep. I don't. Ant-Man was directed by a guy who directed, I kid you fucking not, bring it on. And yes, man, stay the fuck away from my action scenes. Please. Thank you. Agree. 100%. We got this taken care of. Yeah, so. like, don't worry also, about the action. Don't also, fucking worry about it. Also, we've, we've, we, uh, from everything from Love, Death and Robots to uh, video games and the cutscenes in the video games, like, and animation and stuff like that, I feel like when the artists are in control, you get better action than your typical yeah. Hollywood or TV production, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when like Black Widow jumps on somebody, wraps her legs around their head and flips them over, the camera has to cut fucking 16 times because Scarlett Johansson can't really do that. <laughs> so like, you know, so when you get it in full CG and you get the artists to do all the choreography and to do all the camera angles and stuff like that, then yeah, you're probably going to have better results. So that supports that theory. Yeah, guy that and, directed and, the Spider-Man movies, which have pretty good fight scenes. Directed music videos for Fat Boy Slim, and did shorts for The Onion. Stay the fuck away from my fight scenes, please. Direct people much. in a funny movie, though, one hundred percent. Make he, people be funny. I like it. Wait, so somehow we managed to not talk about Loki at all yet. So yep, let's, let's do it. Let's. We're at the halfway point. We're at the halfway point. Let's let's talk about Loki, the God of Mischief. It's is, my new favorite. It's my new favorite show of the new. Of the so new. this. So the question yeah. is: Is this the yeah. best Marvel show as of yet? You say yes. I liked. I liked the finale for WandaVision uh, a lot. I mean, I like most of the show, but the finale was phenomenal. Um, I like just about all of Falcon Winter Soldier. I was I was very in, into that. But as far as like this being like sci-fi and the jokes and uh the weird like metaphysical all that stuff out of it this just sort of like checked all my boxes but this was like so. the most concept heavy yeah. this was the most mcu like show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was the most um action almost in every episode some yep. form of action in every episode yeah not a lot of like i think one division suffered from a lot of uh exposition maybe the first three episodes May- maybe even more but i feel like this one got kind of to the point of like Telling telling the story and setting up the story, and I think they did a great job of doing that. I'm not yeah. sure, you know. I I've watched the season a couple times, like actually, like yesterday, I watched the entire season again. Nice. I would say this is probably the best Marvel show that they've come out with. It kind of shows the power 
of the Disney Plus show. Like the like the the power sure. of the of the the format and how strong it can be and how much implications. It, I, my mind was literally blown in that last episode. Yeah, I didn't. Last episode's incredible. I, feel, I also feel like it doesn't suffer from all those weird rewrites that, it, like, WandaVision was clearly a COVID show. I think. Well, this, this it, suffered as too. Beautiful as it was, but like, and then what? Cal, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier like took all the pandemic stuff out of the episode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that, that felt weird, right? And that this just feels like a more. I have one kind of plot gripe, but besides that, it feels mostly like a complete package that didn't suffer any sort of, you know. Sure. Sure. Big snafu or something, or or a pandemic, or a rewrite, or uh, you know, being released outside of its original window, like all that sort of weirdness that's been going on the last two years, right? Yeah. And that one complaint being, I I think I, again, my favorite show. I think it was weird how quick Loki and uh, Mobius deemed each other friends. That felt kind of rushed. I don't think so. I don't think Mobius was ever antagonistic. Though. Mobius is kind of like, a, come on, man. Yeah, like his first interaction was, I know what he can do with his powers. And like, he was like, always. And maybe it's just Loki switching. Like, it seemed a little fast for Loki to go, I consider you my I friend. Don't, I don't, I, I think yeah. what happened was when he, um, when he saw what happened to him, that changed him. Yeah, like sure. that changed him. So like, we saw Loki get chains in real time, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Through, yeah. Through, through Ragnarok and leading up into Infinity War, like, we saw his transition. Ragnarok really was the start of that, wasn't it? Ragnarok yeah. beat him up pretty bad. Yeah, so... Yeah, is that, that scene in the elevator where he's... Where Thor is just like, fucking do whatever you want, man. I've tried to care for it. I, everyone in your in your life has ever tried to care for you, and you've just fucked it up. So, like, do what you want. And Loki's like, oh, fuck. Like, that, that, that transfer of mindset happens in this show again yeah. for Loki because he hasn't experienced that yet. Sorry, Tech, I cut you off. Go ahead. Fine. And there, there was a moment in episode two or three where, uh, where I think it was three, could have been two, but when when they got when Loki came back from um, probably three or four actually from the uh, I forgot the name of the planet, Lamentis, Lamentis, and yeah. and Morbius was like, you you like you know you betrayed a friend. Like they had a back and forth where Loki was like, well, what are you going to say now? Like what what you know. The, the the Fozzy folk, you know, making a comment, and he was like, "Well, you betrayed a friend." Like, so he called him the friend, and I felt like those those things leading up to that is what kind of made him change, e- like even faster than he we we did he did when we actually saw him in Ragnarok and and so yeah. on. And then Loki sees him get fucking pruned, and you see it in his face. He's like, "Yeah, fuck, yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, big big deal." Um, so I, I don't know if Techie, if you've seen this, or if Ryan, if you've seen this, um, super spoilers. I guess we should open up shows like this with that, but whatever. Um, I talked to Ben about this last night. There are, have you seen that if you play the last episode of WandaVision and mm-hmm. the last episode of Loki together, they sync in parts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for people who don't know, the moment where uh, Jonathan Major's character Kang is like realizing they're passing the passing the threshold of what he knows is when Wanda's like absorbing all of Agatha's energy and becoming the Scarlet Witch like in full final form and then when Agatha drops to the ground is the same moment that Kang drops his little time manipulative wrist watch thing <laughs> they drop it like the same moment too and i thought that shit was really interesting his smartwatch do you think yeah, do you think that was watch. deliberate do you think that was 100% deliberate do you think that the reason why that they've gone past the threshold is because of this Nexus event that's happening with WandaVision. Well, I mean, she'd be the first are... Nexus being, right? She's the first in existence being that only exists in the 
this place, no maybe, other places. Maybe her arrival has has triggered something else. Not not just the splitting of timelines, but she's the one that can transcend all of them. You know, maybe, perhaps she's the one that can bounce. Like her and Strange, right, are the ones that can fix this. <laughs> so maybe, sure. maybe uh, Kang sense that, right? Yeah, he's the, and just so we we know that he is not Kang, but Kang. He's the Mortis based based off of more Immortus than than actual Kang the Conqueror that we know. But there's always yeah. been multiple Kangs, and he's yeah. There's one also of them. like the the Council of Kangs, right? That yeah. you see in like the comics several times, where there's like a dozen of them. Not all of them are the Conqueror. He kind of says that in his speech, like I've been the scientist, the Conqueror. Like he lists yeah. his names. Ain't this a grandpa? And, and then he, I've ever heard. One. He referred to uh, when he said like, "Oh, she still calls me that." Oh, she she calls me that. Like he like he yeah. obviously is not the original he who remains in the comic books. That's an old white dude, right? Yeah. So, but he is the he is the, the maybe emerging of the characters, perhaps. But he's definitely sure. we all know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jonathan Majors is Kang in uh, Quantumania. Right. And that was Jonathan and Majors. Kang, and he's Kang He's Kang here. at the end of this show. Yeah. yeah. At the, the last, the very last scene. Ben brought this up too, the moment when fucking Sylvie stabs him. And he's just like, see you soon. See you soon. Like, just and, then oh, and then winks at her. <laughs> yep. Shit is so dark so and I love good. it so much. I'm, I was very, with all my predictions, I could have been, I, I could have swore to you the week before me and Ben were on uh, Tasty Steve's uh, stream talking about Loki. I was like, there's no way they're going to put Jonathan Majors in the final episode. Like, there's literally no way. Really? Yeah, really? I said, That's I said, awesome. You said we're going to get like a silhouette of him and like a Thanos smile, right? Yeah, like and something like some like little teaser or something. Mm-hmm. And then they just fucking just blasted it, dude. I All was like, I was like the whole episode. Is I was like, right. I went like, I went like this. <laughs> like, I was like, they got me. Like, I feel like yeah. WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldiers kept jab, like jabs you near the end. Right. Like yeah. the, the mm-hmm. finale with jab. And this is a fucking haymaker. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like sure. I got set up. <laughs> yeah. WandaVision was like, <laughs> nerd. It's not that cool. And Falcon Winter Soldiers was like, <laughs> nerd. No. And this was like, yeah, no, it's actually that. So I had a thing with WandaVision. I loved the music. I love Agatha all along. Like that, I have it on the Spotify playlist. But sure. the music in Loki was damn fucking good. Oh, who thought you were gonna say? You said but after saying you loved WandaVision, and I thought you were gonna say you hated this. I loved this music, dude. Like I loved this. Glad it grew on you, Tech. At some point during Steve's podcast, you you weren't well too because hip it, with it. it it was okay, right? It was it was all right. But Natalie Holt, yeah, dude, yep. the soundtrack's fucking great. She uses that theremin for that like old sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know. There's awesome. a lot of like Norse like tones in it too, like some really dry sounding horn, uh, mm. not horn, sorry, strings and shit that like feel very like, oh yeah, they're from Asgard. Um, Man, yeah, it's the, great. The and the TVA theme. theme? Uh, mm. All I can recall is just the. It's got a theme song. Yeah. Koi in the chat's talking about it, but like the dun 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 dun. Dude, dun. I love that, bro. <laughs> so good. I so love much brass that. and weight. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the TVA theme, the boom boom. That shit, fucking. Ugh. When the every time the credits rolled and that shit started playing, I was like, uh, uh. I like the intro theme song too, though with the title cycle. Yeah, that's 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 a, good. a lot of a uh, lot of uh, control overlap here, Caleb. <laughs> I'm listening to it now, yes. dude. It's, oh, dude. Oh, the 100%. Loki Green theme is so good. 
The green theme is great. Play TVA. TVA, I play that song. Uh, I played it in the car once, and uh, Charlie liked it so much. She listens to it before bed now. So every night she goes to bed, she listens to the TVA theme. It's fucking great. That's um, there's a little, like, there's a little, like, arpeggiating, like, music box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so fucking good. Ugh, the score's great. The score's great. Yeah, she, Natalie Holt destroyed that soundtrack. Yeah, fucking crushed it. He killed it. Um, okay, so who is Miss Minutes? I don't know. How, how is she bouncing back and forth between Kang's Fortress and the TVA and like just seems to have complete autonomous free will? And oh, I think she, oh. what did she show? Rinslayer. Uh, when's Rinslayer? You know, we don't we won't know. I think we'll know that in season two. I I hate that um we didn't like Miss Minutes is amazing. Like yeah, the character is amazing. The, the how she's actually a villain is amazing. Um, I'm sad that we didn't get the fight scene. There was supposed to be a fight scene that they they deleted between Miss Minutes and Sylvie and and Loki because Jonathan Majors wasn't going to be in it. They actually did that. They like to change it kind of last minute and like added him in, into it basically. Wow. So, uh, along as with the plans were something different, completely different. But then they said, "Fuck it, let's just do it." Um. But Miss Minutes is kind of, I don't know if she's real or not, like in a physical form. Loki was trying to hit her in one episode, but didn't. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. And, and Renslayer said she's off to find free will. Yeah. So you know that Renslayer and Kang, like, have a romantic have, thing. Have a thing. Yeah, I think she's going to fall. I think she's she, going to meet Kang and fall in love with him. What, whatever Kang. Like, she becomes she might, like Princess Ravona Renslayer. Some she shit. So she might have gone off to the proper timeline to find the proper Kang to set things in motion, to give her pursuits purpose because she feels purposeless. <laughs> Kang right? bang. Yeah. Kang bang. <laughs> because uh, like she says, it all has to, and also a lot of like religious dogma overtones. Right, the way she just won't drop it. She's like, this couldn't have all been for nothing, you know, something yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. and the whole the whole just, argument she's about just hanging on to it. Yeah, the whole argument about free will and you know predetermination and shit like that—it's yeah. very like old pre-Reformation Christian yeah. conversation. Um, thanks, Martin Luther, for telling them to get fucked. Uh, but you know, um, it's yeah, this this shit was so good. Like, I love that the end of this show, similar to the end of Wandavision, I guess, is instead of you have these characters that you're used to seeing fight all the time, and you know you have the visions talking about the ship of Theseus, like, you know, um, logical conundrum. Um, you, this episode is, yes, there's fighting. Sorry. The last episode of Loki, um, there's fighting, but most of the episode is intellectuals talking to each other. And it's mostly he who remains being like, am I lying or am I not? Yeah. And like, and then asking that question to two characters whose like purpose is to be deceitful. Oh yeah. Awesome. He, yeah, he told Sylvie like, uh, "Can you ever actually trust anyone?" And then told Loki, "Can you actually ever be trusted?" Yep. And then they had to stand up and face each other, fighting for the fact that this guy might be telling the truth or not, if he can be trusted. And Sylvie just not caring at all. Loki said something that was so smart to me. He was like, "We need to take our time because this decision is too important to get wrong." Yeah, yeah. And that made all the sense. But then also. She's a Loki. Right. She didn't go through the same thing that he went through. She didn't have the realization. So he, she stabbed him in the back. And then she threw him into a dimension where Mobius did not know who he was. 
I think she threw him into a dimension that was ultimately then changed by her killing He Who Remains. Oh, sure. Because she killed him and then all time's different. Well, no. That. No, this, this show would have you believe that it's just its own timeline. Not, no, not, because not one I mean, decision affects all timelines. That's not how that works. That's what that's what he who remains said. He said, "If I don't, if you don't take over and fix this, other versions of me will come out, and they'll fuck up all of this. Yeah, and they're in a place outside of time in that realm. So her killing him means that he's not around to fix the whatever, so, and he doesn't create the the timekeepers." Here's which is why when Loki ends up at the TVA, which is a place that also exists outside of time, it's Kang the Conqueror holding his fucking helmet as mm-hmm. the statue instead of the timekeepers because mm-hmm. a different version of him fixed things. So I think it's like the TVA is outside of time. They established that like right in the beginning of the show. So whatever, whatever Loki shows up to, there's only one existence of the TVA. There's not multiple. So if see, it's I'm confused it's because, because if, if that's true, then he she she he wouldn't have been pushed to a different timeline, it's a different TVA. If that's true, so we know no, he didn't. I don't think he did. That's what you're saying, Tech. Yeah, this is the he got pushed to the one and only TVA, which is now different. And 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 fucking Mobius didn't recognize him, which is more than just like who are you? Mobius spent his entire career studying Loki's. Oh sure. Which means that, like, there's a good chance that the Kang that comes about knows that Loki's trying to stop him and has been killing all the other Lokis. So Mobius has never been hunting Lokis. So that 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 leads me to believe that there are in it. They are in a time loop because they're trying to get rid of Lokis to begin with. So one thing we do know is like there is a sacred timeline, but there's always has been a multiverse at the same time. And Kang didn't stop that, or Immortus didn't stop that, or the He Who Remains didn't stop that. Is otherwise they wouldn't they would not be a Sylvie. They wouldn't be an alligator Loki. There have there has to be active other verse, universes that he's just protecting the sacred the sacred timelines is the one he's protecting. But there's still other timelines. So I wonder what Kang's goal is going to be with all this nonsense, right? And I and I, I put in notes like I wonder why we're going to need two movies to cover this, right? We're getting the Multiverse of Madness, uh, which is supposed to be Marvel's first horror flick, right? Or at least horror. Th- but three, if you count Spider Man, or light, yeah, sure, uh, Spider Man, which is more of a Sony production, right? I guess no. And then, uh, no, Spider Man, Spider Man, Far From or No Way Home is Marvel. Yeah, Marvel Studios. Yep, yep. Nice. And then uh, Quantumania, of course. So, like, this is yeah. uh, not a problem that's going to be solved quickly, I guess. But then, as we've all hoped and and. Uh, hypothesized this is a good way for Marvel to just do whatever the fuck they want with X-Men, <laughs> Fantastic Four, you know, Ghost Rider. Do you think they can I ever hope... go back to a single universe at, after this? Uh, maybe not go back to a single universe, but I'd like to see them like, level out the play- the universes again so it's not just chaos, mm-hmm. right? Like, the the He Who Remains would make you believe that this would be multiversal war. Which, like, multiversal madness, quantumania, makes you feel like that's probably a possibility. Um, I would like the idea that like occasionally you have Nexus events where universes cross over and, you know, every couple of years we get a movie that's like, Oh, this Spider-Man and this Spider-Man are fighting together or, Oh, this Captain America and this Captain America are fighting together or whatever. But I hope it's not just like anything goes because that's hard to follow. It's hard. It's yeah. That's hard to follow. Well, yeah. And so what is, so now that we have a little bit of a break, what's next? 
And what when? if? Okay. What if? But what if is canon? Month? Like, what if is like they've they've came out this week and said, what if? What if? What if is absolutely a part of the story? It's not just like one-off cartoons. Like, look at this. No, it's actually yeah, a part these are of the story. alternate universes. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's really cool. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to what if. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the comics of what if, the what if comics. So this is super exciting for me. And it's the last performance of uh, Chadwick Boseman, so that would yes. be fucking great to see. It would be great. Um, and then after that, we get Shang-Chi in September. And... That's going to feel weird, isn't it? When does that take place? What's the timeline on that one? You know it's not going to have multiverse shit in it, so it's going to be no. weird. Maybe at the end, but... Yeah, sure. Um, although there are scenes of them fighting with, like, giant lions and dragons and shit, and they can explain that with an alternate universe yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah, turn us um, off of that, right? Sorry? What, Eternals. What oh, yeah, I thought you said turtles. And I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, the turtles are in Disney, <laughs> yeah. Disney Town, dude. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, we get Eternals after that, and then we get uh, Spider-Man No Way Home in December. Man, big year. So sep- September, November, and two. December. Next Do you think, um, you think Eternals is going to feel separate or integrated with all these events? I'm trying to figure out. Go ahead. Tech, I was going to say, wouldn't it be talking. dope if like they have to like let the presence be known because of this shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly like that would be some say. dope this, shit. This threat, this threat is officially bigger than Thanos. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we'll let them figure it. Oh shit. Timeline shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we got to deal with this. Yeah. I have no idea. I, have I think, no idea. and I wonder if they're going to do it where Kang is the only one who knows how to, how to travel through dimensions. So that's the person like these, these wars is going to be through Kangs. You know what I mean? The multiversal True. war would be just all Kangs. Damn. Some Agent Smith shit. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we find out in the Eternals how Nowhere was made. Yeah, that'd be dope. Because they, they would have been the ones who did it. Right. What are the, mm-hmm. uh, the, Eter- the, the Celestials, Eternals. right? Yeah. yeah, that's what Nowhere is. It's a Celestial Skull. It's a place the Guardians of the Galaxy fly into. I read it on the Eternals book. I think, I don't remember who wrote it. Uh, it was a Ramita Jr. book. It was beautiful. They had Celestials isn't, all over the place. Isn't Thanos' mom also an Eternal? Yeah. I believe so. Okay, so they got to fess up for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some, yeah, we definitely got some Greek pantheon kind of shit going on with some of that. Yeah. So yeah. definitely like grooming uh, humanity from the skies kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like not interfering, but kind of definitely interfering. Kind of maybe lying to yourself to the fact that you're not interfering because you totally are. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. That's probably the one I'm the most excited for, to be honest. I, mean, I love me some yeah, and, the, so. and the director just won a fucking Oscar, so right. I'm, Chloe, I, Zhao, Chloe Zhao makes very artistic stuff that Marvel does not do on that level yet. So it'll be very interesting to see what kind of movie that ends up being. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking at those in the next two, the, uh, the Shang Chi and the Eternals with like, I don't know what to expect. Eyes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't know what's gonna yeah. happen. What like. I don't really have any history with the characters at all. Damn, Hawkeye's this year too. Is it? Yep. Hawkeye's in like November. God, dude, this is. We were starved <laughs> for a while because of the pandemic. This is beautiful. This is a great time to be, uh, to be uh, <laughs> We're about to be over full. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of Late shit to talk about. Part of phase four. That's nice. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, as far as the character arcs, um, I loved Loki's. I loved Renslayers. She's like she had a very interesting like like story and arc. Um, I don't know if, uh, well, 
I think it's it's more of a half arc because she's discovered the truth, but she's sticking to but her dog. But you don't know what she's on. Like we we don't know what she's on. She could just be lying. Like she's she's been lying this whole time. That last episode made her look pretty gullible. Like no. she didn't know. She's she. I think she's manipulating Mobius. Like I think the free will is not what we think. Like she's she's not on the side of good. Like she's way too hardcore into this TVA shit. Which when when Miss Minutes said this is what he wants you to see, and she said who's he. So I, I don't she, think she knows what's she, up. She also said there's only one person who deserves free will. Well, that's that's sounds okay. Like that was that, after that was after Miss Minutes showed her what she felt like she needed to see. And that's also something that would be said by someone who believes in like a religious dogma to the point of zealotry, right? I, mean, I, I like, yeah, she believed the timekeepers was... were the ones that did. The timekeepers were the ones that needed free will because they kept everything in line. Nothing. Now that they're for gone. Her. Now that they're gone, she's like, well, someone still did this, and they're yeah. the only one that deserves it. And, yeah. and that was and that was a trinity? She's on the side of a villain. Caleb? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, she, I think she's on the side of, vill- of the villain. So has Loki permanently changed, then? Mm, you know. It's, it's Loki. <laughs> I think Loki's deceits change. Right, I don't think he's going to be the one trying to like take over the world because that's not uh, first. That's not very Loki anyway. He, he just wanted he's attention. A, he's a god. Yeah, he just wanted attention. Like he, I think he's grown past that, and now he'll be the god that like frequently does shit that's a pain in people's ass, but not like the end of the world or getting people like killed, killed. I think this. I think this. I think his love for himself, which was Sylvie, I think that changed him, and I think meeting old Loki changed him. A lot. It's like he realizes the his a his potential, and B that like, you know you 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 can't squander the people that do love you. You know what I mean? Like I you can't my, yeah. you can't shit on yeah. the people who actually do care about you. You want to know my perfect end for for Loki? So Tom Hiddleston recently, someone was interviewing him, and they were like, "Would you do this forever?" And he was like, "Yes, at one hundred percent." Um. The perfect ending for Loki to me is that, like, in 30 years, 20 years, whatever, we have Tom Hiddleston come back as old Loki and be the old Loki in this place beyond time and do the fucking mm-hmm. thing that old Loki did to just close the fucking loop. That'd be, that'd be the best. That'd be pretty cool. I, w- I want that to happen. That would be kind of cool. But I would I would hate to watch this again, <laughs> like, just with younger actors. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Well, not not exact, but yeah. And when they're like, "Why are you dressed in that old costume?" Him be like, "I saw someone do it once." Are we gonna see Mobius and Hunter? What was it? B fifteen. B fifteen. Are we gonna see them again? You think? You oh think yeah, permanent permanent members. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hunter B fifteen was like the badass through ent- the entire series. That's true. It was absolute yeah. badass, and Mobius yeah. is just so just awesome who, who would have thought the marvel universe needed fucking owen wilson <laughs> who he didn't say thought? wow one time and he didn't say wow once and we didn't see him on a jet ski so sad we gotta yeah. see that yeah. i gotta see i gotta see him on a jet ski yep gotta see that come to fruition yeah so let's give right, let's give loki a grade because we like i like when we give grades I should give yeah. Widow a grade then too. All right, let's start with Widow. Here we go. B minus. 
on Widow. Because I did like it, and I do want to watch it again. But it was kind of sloppy. But it was typical superhero sloppy. I liked enough of it. So B minus. I'm going to go with my gut and say B. Okay. B minus. Okay. Mm. (laughs) I'm torn because I don't want to give it a B minus. Why not? C plus. I'll give it a C plus. Okay. It passed. Because like, okay, like. (laughs) Nothing to write home about. Yeah, like I haven't seen it again. Um, and normally with a Marvel movie, I'll go see it two or three times in theaters. I haven't seen it again. I haven't had the desire there wasn't, to. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of big set pieces that like screamed, "Go watch that again." Yeah, you know. Did anybody watch it at home? Did you guys buy it? Oh, Premier yeah, Access. I yeah. I, did. yeah, I have a question for that. When you buy it with Premier Access, are you allowed to watch it as many times as you want? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's mine now. That's kind of badass. Well, yeah, that's kind of badass. Yeah. So it, it unlocks it, is what they say. Yeah, mm, that's badass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. I want to watch it again, but I I feel like I'm not gonna do the the thirty dollars because when I you know I'm just not gonna do it. Um, because then I like have like if I want to own it on my own rights, I have to buy it again, and I want to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, C right, plus. Loki scores. Loki scores. Uh, a minus. A minus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I felt like some of the the fighting was a little weak. You know, it's a, you know, these aren't martial artists and I don't think they wanted to throw a bunch of CG at us. So they just did what they could, you know, and it doesn't look like they went through a lot of training for a, for a few kerfuffles. So, you know, it's not star Wars level of training, you know, or they, or, or Keanu Reeves level of training, you know, so, you know, and there was a lot of like Hiddleston hair and tie flipping and, and, you know, flourishes and stuff so it was it, it was fine and then I, i'm gonna hold my guns that, that their friendship developed a little quickly uh so but that's really you gave it an a minus and then said all negative things about it those are my only complaints that's it <laughs> you like and i think those it? are two very minor things you know what i'm saying like fight choreography and then like the friend that little friendship nitpick but everything i've been gushing about it for the last half hour i love this show so those are my only two complaints. That's why I their relationship was like the whole series, though. <laughs> still, still felt fast. You like so you need more time. You would take more time. You need more time for, to build up. Did your... it feel fast because you only got six episodes? Maybe. You, Maybe. Do you know like totally? Um, I saw something today that said like Loki has been on screen less than I don't know a certain amount of time, like two hours in all the movies in ten years. He's only been on screen for two hours, and this is him on screen for six hours. Yeah. Pretty so, cool. That was yeah. pretty dope. That's great. Caleb, what's your score? Um, if are we grading it on shows versus shows versus shows or shows versus yeah, is it movies? shows versus shows or like everything? I think it has to be everything. Oh, um, I think it has to be everything. Oh, no, right? I was I was judging on its own merit. I think you have to put it because it's a six-hour story, which is more than the movies, so it's it's more impactful. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A. That's solid. It's real solid. My only, my only beef is that is that they let Tom Hiddleston do his own fight scenes. Right. I'm glad they did, but also like, <laughs> yeah, but like a couple what, times it's kind of clear he can't. Loki fight. is not a good like. What if Loki's not a good fighter because he's Loki also and true. he's not training with Thor? Like he's Loki. Also true. But it would also make sense that Loki like fights like drunken master style or something, something really tricksy that's like skilled. 
He's like but an ice giant rogue. I need even, to see some sneaky shit. I think it helps his character. Like even even in the fight yeah. in the um, in the chamber, you know, at, with the the, the timekeepers, quote unquote, he asked for help. Like I need a little help here. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not as good as fighter as Sylvie, who's been fighting her entire existence. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. That's a very small beef. That's why it's still an A for me. Okay. One hundred percent. Not a one hundred percent. Like in 95, 94, 96. Mr. Sodium. Is that everybody? I haven't, get, I haven't uh, given my grade yet. I just talked too much. I'll give uh I'll give it an A. Um I, I enjoyed it a lot. I like like I said, I don't I don't critique as much as everybody else. Like like I didn't notice that the the fight scenes weren't all that. I mean that now that I think about it, like yeah, I mean it, some things could have been different. There was one thing of where they were in the timekeeper's chamber and then Loki gets killed, but um, Sylvie didn't see that she stood up behind him. Yeah, bother me too. She was, she was right. She was like next to him, like, uh. her, and she she apparently stood up, got completely Walked behind, behind him, him, and then put it directly into his back with nobody noticing. Come on, but, but now. also though, and 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 spider sense tingling. Or if nothing? I can play devil's advocate, Loki was about to profess his love for her. In that moment, she, she may have been distracted. She she has feelings for Loki too. You should have heard something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you, you ain't getting up with the fucking. I just see like a Ren Slayer like nightstick. She's a, she's a small <laughs> woman. Fucking, she can sneak up. She can like fucking hey. Ace Ventura like <laughs> <laughs> fucking Pink Panther. <laughs> and then plus yeah, and then. And then the the story, just the storyline of seeing him change, like it, especially in the what was it, I think it was the first episode whenever he sees like he's the reason his mom dies. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, and like shit like that, and like he changes almost in an instant, like because he ran, came back, saw all that shit, and was like, "Fuck, I ain't going nowhere. Like, there's no fucking point." Yeah, like I fucked up, mm-hmm. and like literally, and him seeing himself, him seeing himself die, and the like. Emotion that came out of him, and then when it says that, end of file, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, and when he found the infinity stones in the fucking drawer and was like, <laughs> I've been I've been fighting for this shit my whole life, yeah. and they ain't worth shit here. Like, he was like, This fucking thing, fuck it, and just like threw it to the side. Like, the Tesseract is like, Yeah, I don't need this fucking thing anymore. Yeah, that was so that great. was cool too. Yeah, nice, so, nice. I'm a uh, so I have to give it compared it to all the the. Everything Marvel Studios has done. I have to give this, I want to say, an A. I want to say A, plus, but A plus is reserved for Endgame, right? And this is not a, this sure. is not a 100. Sure. So it's, it's, it's a 92, it, yeah. 93. Isn't Endgame an S? Isn't an S higher than an A in elementary? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think the reason why it marks so high. Because it ended so strong, and if it didn't end strong, that uh, there was a lot of pressure on that last episode for me. It was yeah, a lot of like, "All right, now bring it home." Nail this. Like, we got to yeah. bring it home. And Jonathan Majors outacted everyone for forty minutes. Yep. Just literally, it was like uh, earlier Stunk someone said it was a conversation with intellectuals, and I, in my mind, I was like, "No, it was Jonathan Majors shitting on everybody with acting skill, right?" Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the that the Owen Wilson his his, his entire character is endearing to me. Like I just loved it. Um, 
Tom Hiddleston is just like what he's brought to Loki and how it's developed. I never saw coming. You like I I even look back at the the first Thor. I've looked back at the first Avengers where they're fighting Loki, and like you just cannot see this coming. You can't see like that character yeah. development coming. Yeah, the first Avengers is such a two dimensional villain. It's just I'm a bad guy here to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. But they've 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 really. I think this is the. I think Loki is the first villain that create like basically created the uh the momentum that the MCU carries. And I don't think if it wasn't for Loki's character that we'd have that. Like it, I don't think it would be as big as it as it was. Like they create he, they yeah. with Loki created the villain that you kind of like, and that's it. And he's been around since the third movie. Yeah. Right. Like he's been around since the third of twenty three Marvel movies at this point, and like continues to pop up. Yeah. And now has his own show. Y'all, the end, the end clip tag of just the stamp that said season two. I had no expectation. Because yeah. the last two shows haven't ended, like we're gonna get more. Yeah. And it's in season two. I literally gasped. I was, yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Fucking slaps, I, I think this. I think Loki's gonna make it harder for me to like other Disney Plus series going forward. I think. Uh, sure, sure. I think Hawkeye's gonna be a pretty big departure if it's if it's going to do what they've sort of styled it off of, which is this uh, series tech by a writer named Matt Fraction, where it's like a slice of life. It's just dude living in an apartment with his dog, taking out the local mafia. Like it's, it's sort of slapsticky and, and not in a goofy way, which is sort of ironic to say, but like, just really well written, just good, like full of heart, but it's just a, an assassin contractor just trying to make it by. And obviously it's going to do more than that. Cause it's phase four, but, yeah. um, like it, the whole like graphic they designed for the show looks like this comic series. Um, so I, I don't know. Being phase four, they're probably gonna do something different, but based on what they're patterning it off of visually, graphically, it might it could potentially be something much different. So I don't know. We'll I think see. That, I think that Black Widow and Loki happening at the same time is a pretty good uh not like show of force, but like show of capability. Like I think that Hawkeye being I think that Hawkeye being just a contract killer taking on criminals is awesome because yeah. like black widow and loki prove that like the marvel universe can do s- grounded fucking spy thrillers and capers with fucking multiver- multiversal wars mm-hmm. at the same time and make you care about the characters inside and like yeah if 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 fucking hawkeye is just not big shit. Like I like. I remember liking Ant Man because I was like, I was gonna Yo, say this that first Marvel movie in a minute where like the world wasn't ending. I was about to say that like they've already shown us the highs and lows, like the ups and downs of yeah. storytelling, right? Where like you have yeah. something big because they, like I said uh, on on Steve's stream, they all can't be super big movies. Like they all can't be super big stories. So we have to have those up and downs where it's, it kind of like levels us out a little bit, right? Like yeah. so, like the Shang Chi may be a smaller story albeit dragons and shit, but a smaller story than, you know, Spider-Man, who's going to be the, the crossover event. So they, we're going to give these stories and then the crossover events that everyone's going to want to see because of their big crossover events and they're going to get all the hoopla and all the energy. But, you sure. know, these stories in between are also going to be really good. I am looking forward to She-Hulk, one of my favorite comic books. Who yeah. saw that coming, right? So, like, right. these stories are going to go up and down and I think we had to ex- curtail our expectations to that. They all can't give us in-game energy, which I think is something that happens when something is as big as in-game, right? 
Yeah. Right. Right. So we got we got to it's uh we got to swell back up to it. Mm-hmm. We got to yep. got to we got to bring our expectations back down, which is yep. wild considering what we just got. But we got to build up to whatever the next big thing is, which is Absolutely. wild considering what we just got. Like, yeah, this yeah. is not this does not yeah. feel like a reset. <laughs> this feels like it keeps getting more and more epic. So maybe it's not going to do that at all. Maybe it's just going to get more epic than Endgame somehow. But with little rests in like Hawkeye or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All I, I mean, fucking, if they bring an alternate universe version of Tony into anything, it's already bigger than Endgame. <laughs> Ironheart. Do you think, let's, do you think they could bring back Robert Downey Jr. and it not be horrible? We're going to, I think we're going to have Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans show up again. I just don't think it'll be the way everybody would think they would do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I would love for some, I would love for some multiversal shit where like fucking Steve and Iron Man show up and you're just like, oh fuck. And they're like, Hey, uh, we're going to help real quick, but then we got to go back. No, I think, I think what we're about to get is more likely what I've just shared is more likely. I I can't see that my friend. As far as, as far as business is, is like the business of this movie making, whatever is concerned and how old these actors are getting. And, you know, some of them wanting to move on and stuff like that. Like Tom wants to do this forever, but the rest of them don't. I'm sure so Chris Evans. Get... I'm sure Chris Evans was down to keep going. I think that yeah. was. I think that was because he's young as shit, right? Right. Like he's Chris. Chris Hemsworth has also said that if this is the only thing he does, he'll be happy. But yeah. we're gonna get yeah. Ironheart. Some checks he's getting. Oh, like <laughs> Ironheart's been cast, so we're getting. A... Oh yeah, I'm not saying like bring him back as Iron Man. I'm saying we're dealing with multiple universes now, so there's not a reality that exists where it's not possible. Absolutely. He shows up for a minute. Absolutely. Even if it's just a cameo. I'm saying we'll see cameos of old Avengers in the future. Because that makes sense. We're about to fucking see Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man again. And Tobey Maguire. Right? Yeah, the whole, like if, if, they're they, doing, if they're doing that in this, then they better have all three Hulks show up at some point. Oh. Eric Bana <laughs> was good. Edward Norton was good. The movies were bad. You're right. You right. You <laughs> right. Is my, this has been my Batman defense for thirty years. Those were not bad Batmans. They were shitty movies. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Clooney was bad Batman. Yeah, Clooney's garbage. <laughs> Clooney's b- bullshit. Hey, Clooney's, yeah, you're right. Clooney's a bad actor. You're right. <laughs> no, no one said that. Nope, no one not said what that. I said. He was a, bad, he's Batman. a bad Batman. <laughs> Why? Why? Because because it's George Clooney. It was very distracting. If you say it that way, then you say he's a bad actor. No, 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 no. Ryan, the reason I say that and it makes sense to me is because if I was like, that's a bad, I don't know, Luke Skywalker. And you're like, why? And I'm like, because he was played by Paul fucking Dano. And it's some dorky asshole. That guy's not who you think of, right? The reason why George Clooney doesn't work as Batman because... When you think Batman, no one in their right mind thinks George Clooney. Nobody, Nobody. bro. Ben, Nobody. Look, look at me in the windows of my soul and tell me you can see George Clooney and see Batman. Excuse me. Have you seen any of Michael Keaton's other movies? Yes. That's a that's a goofy fuck. No. And he pull, yes. 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 <laughs> he is not a goofy fuck. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. And Mr. Mom. And... And Birdman, like he's not an imposing figure, but he pulled off Batman. I'm sorry, he was the villain in in Spider Man's movie. He was great. Yeah, he's a very intimidating, grizzled sixty year old. But that's that's not what we had. He was but a great I'm Batman, saying, though. Is that even he did better than Clooney? He did <laughs> even multiple the goofy things. Goofy guy did better than Clooney, dude. Yeah, 
I just Clooney's never been an action hero to me. Never. This is neither another was, podcast. Neither was Keaton. Dude, you're literally we need, saying we that about a... one of the best, the best one of the best Batman ever. You're saying he neither was neither was Keaton. You're reaching. Why okay, do you try Liam, so hard Neeson, to defend George? Liam Neeson wasn't doing Batman. action movies until his 60s. Like anybody, I'm saying if you're a good actor, you should be able to do anything. So I'm saying George Clooney is probably a good enough actor to play a good Batman, but I'm going to blame the rest of the movie on it. He being a bad Batman, not George Clooney. It was one hundred percent. His Batman was also funny. bad, though. One hundred percent. Anyway, I pasted a picture here of Wakanda firing like a ten thousand missiles. So your arguments are garbage. The books anyway. are better than the movies. My name's Ben. <laughs> Text excited for what if because of the comics. So I'm allowed to have higher expectations. I'm allowed to have higher expectations. But he's laughing. He's not gonna watch what if and be like, "That's not how the comics were. Who <laughs> sucks?" The first time he says it, though, I'm gonna fucking bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, of course. So now I'm never of gonna course. have to say. It. I'm gonna write it down so I can never say it, bro. <laughs> All right, Ben. Your, what are you... your microphone mutes <laughs> as soon as you start talking. <laughs> ben, what are you working on? I was like, <laughs> what am I working on? Yeah, mm, I'm working on more bad opinions. Jesus Christ! I'm <laughs> fucking with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, just a lot of freelance contract work, some graphics, some logos, some comic book stuff. Feels good. Feels good to stay busy. Uh, Jim's found like a nice even pace right now. Not a lot of incoming, not a lot of outgoing. So I'm just kind of just fucking coasting right now. Kind of, kind of all right with that. Feel a little overwhelmed today. Felt a little overwhelmed. A little too much on my plate, but I'm getting through it. So. Yep. Love wub. Man, uh, in the last month, I have. Fucking scraped all the paint off the foundation of my house and repainted or sanded and then primed and repainted all of that and all my stairs, external stairs and railings and rearranged shit in the house. And then I got sick for a week and I'm just coming out of that. So I'm not actively working on anything right now because I'm still recovering from my cold I had up until today. Um, but I do have uh, only a few more maybe days of work to do to finish up. Um, the big halo series that me and my grandma were doing for uh proc gen so that's dope um and i've got some feelers out and some conversations started with some people about um interviews and podcasts and things like that i'm trying to like get the wheels spinning again because the last month well, there was a chance we were going to sell our house for like a month because like we were trying to capitalize on the market so we've just been doing like all of the fucking housework day in day out so I apologize. Not much going on, but I got things that I'm working on now, but that's passed. So yeah, you know, oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Ryan, hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I I took a step back from uh, my actual job and stepped down from being a manager just to a full time employee, so I could get my lawn care business going. I'm up to four yards now. Nice. Which is something. Um, Ben's got my graphics done. They look fucking great. I've got Thanks, Thank yard you. signs all over town now. I've got business cards going out to the people they need to go to. Um, I'm loving that. I'm working eight to four. Weekends off now, like an adult should. Uh, so it's it's pretty nice. Spending a lot of time with my family. Um, we... Uh, I got some stuff in the works for uh, uh, we're working on moving that kind of thing, but 
Other than that, not much. Sweet. Nice. Tech. Oh, sorry. One <laughs> thing. Are we talking? Is this goals for next time, or are we doing? Are we going to go through that too? Probably not going to go through that now. So if okay. you want to you well, throw some goals, go ahead. Well, so uh, I don't read a lot, and I really need to start. But with this lawn care thing, instead of reading, I'm actually going to be doing audiobooks. Sweet. And I already have some books lined up. Um, shoot, I had it written down. Where the hell did it go? go for um, no. Um, so kind of kind of entrepreneurial at least Wait. for a few um shit let me open up my notes come on phone um there's one called uh i think it's called the pumpkin plan um it's apparently a really really good book for anybody starting up a business in any kind of field um and then there's another one called the one thing that is also hmm. um right in that entrepreneurial uh, area so uh, I'm gonna start That's listening true. to those, and uh, you know, I mow for like four or five hours a week, so it's definitely enough time to to get a few books in, at least you know, throughout the year, even too. So, uh, yeah, nice. nice. I like books like that. They're they're tough. Some of them are real garbage. Some of them are are really great. So uh, have fun slogging through, you know, what could be a really interesting listen and one that like could literally like reformat your brain. I think my right. last few years of listening to the stuff like this has really kind of changed how I think about starting businesses and tech and I talk about all this stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but some, there's one I bought recently that the font was like this big on the page. <laughs> it was like two paragraphs per page. It was like, like a kid's book. It was really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so not all of them are great, but yeah. Anyway, that's cool, man. Tech. All right. Well, me, I am working on a lot of things as always. Uh, the business is uh, going good. Um, Luster is keeping me busy on a day-to-day -day basis, which is good. It's bringing in money, which is good. Uh, so just trying to figure out how to ex how to expand and grow. But you know, everything that's is a constant, you know, thing. Um, music-wise, I just mixed down like I mixed and mastered like twenty songs uh, this last two weeks. Um, so I, I'm going through all the instrumentals that I want to put out, and I'm, I'm mixing and mastering them as you know as I go. Um, so I can get it all ready, and then I'll worry about names and project covers and all that good stuff so i'm getting towards that um what else i am speaking of books um i like that you brought up books i'm like three books like in my backlog that i need to finish uh youtube uh i forgot the name of the book like guide to youtube or something like that written by this guy who's just insanely good at youtube with a foreword by mr beast like this is great it's nice. it's called the youtube algorithm is the name of the book okay um i just bought this book i need to get into this Yep. The Bomber Mafia. And I need to finish. Is that, is that new? His, yeah, it just came out yeah. like two weeks ago. Wow. Um, also, Ben, you'll be happy to find out he made it to be an audiobook before mm -hmm. being a written book. Yep. Sweet. So I the got audiobook a, version has like actual audio clips. Yeah. I got audible credits. I'm going to go buy that right now. Nice. Sweet. Um, stream is, I'm, I'm at a crossroads of stream because it's just not growing, even though I do have dedicated people who watch every morning. But I just don't feel like it's like some mornings it's just so dead. And then another morning I'll have like I'll get raided, you know what I'm saying, for some random person and then there'll just be sure, a, a bunch of so so it's so up and down. But then I got a payout last week and I'm like, oh I gotta keep going, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm at a crossroads of streaming, like when do I wanna do it? And whatnot. So Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. 
Sure. You know, it's yeah, always that road's fucking hard sometimes. It's very, it's a very mentally taxing road, very much so. Um, but everything, anything you do creative, I've noticed is just like it's always a battle. It's always a numbers battle. It's always like, am I doing the right thing? Battle. It's a lot of mental, mental behind the scenes that go go with all the stuff that you know you do when you when you're doing something that's creative and you want to get more attention on it. Um, one thing that has been working is uh, TikTok has been growing. Um, nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually at the point where I'm getting followers, you know, every day. Nice. nice. Um, still okay, not, dude. still not like anything viral or anything insane, but you know, it's it's they're slowly interactions are coming in and it's slowly building more than more so than before, but it's really hard to keep up with that algorithm with three videos a day. It's just annoying. Yeah, I have so. a friend whose third fucking TikTok has thirty thousand views. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. I don't you get just gotta it have that one thing, bro. Yeah. yeah. There's there was somebody that has a has a TikTok of this plastic pool floating in the wind and they put um the titanic music to it and it has like six million views or something like that and they have like three videos or something it's, it's just great. Yeah, it's but it's great it's fucking funny you know? <laughs> can i and can it, i close this out with a, with an interesting thing to think about per our previous conversations in this episode go for it close it out what if say yes to that that's pretty innocuous what if wakanda's reaction looks like the way it does because is because they just kind of had a civil war and Killmonger's fight destroyed a lot of their fucking weapons. I'll 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 concede to that a, a little bit. Um, I still want because they like, don't they don't like staff up to fight a war against the world because they don't I, do that. And I he like wanted, shipped like, all their the shit most, out and they got destroyed. I guess I still wanted the most technological nation in the world to have a little bit more than dudes with capes, but that, that's we don't need to go back down this. I'll, I'll that's a good that's a good point. That's a great point. But I need laser panthers and missiles. But, you know, besides that, that's a good point. <laughs> and that. that is episode 22 of 22. the Nerdy Bits show. 22. Deuce, deuce. Next will be episode 23. And we will talk about TBD. Yeah. <laughs> What's TBD? We'll tell you later. Thank you for listening. You know it's sad every time I have to we finish an episode because I have to delete all these notes I spent like two days on. <laughs> That's how I feel. Dude, like dude, when I edit videos on for any kind, it's 20 gigabytes every time. Like it's like so much space on my computer. It takes so much time and you just never get it back. It's just it's, it's just time <laughs> gone. Yep. Yep. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Please share and like and all that stuff. Share with your friends, family. And um, Bye. And if you Bye. see a ghost, always say about ghosts? Ghost. 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 It didn't say it. It didn't. Right. But it's off ghost. What? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye bye.